Hello and welcome to Around the World in 80 Comedians, the podcast for comedy and travel fans where I try to find out about a specific country through the eyes of the most observant creatures of all, comedians. Today I'm with Alice Frick, a brilliant comedian from Austria who now lives in London. She's involved in loads of different projects. She's a great stand-up as well. We get into all of that and we really, really get under the skin of Vienna and Austria. I'm really excited about this episode because I've been to Austria a few times, but I haven't been for ages, and I'm planning a trip there very soon. So uh, this was great for me. So thank you, Alice. If you enjoy the podcast, please feel free to uh, to leave a review or rate it, or even buy me a coffee. Mm, how can we do that, Steve? It's very simple. Just get onto Kofi. That's K-O-F-I forward slash around the world, and you can donate the price of a coffee about three quid and I really appreciate that because uh, I really like coffee that's really all there is to say about that right without further ado let's get into it ladies and gentlemen this is the amazing Alice Frick hey, this accent is real some people think I put on an accent but no I, I talk like this <laughs> if I put on an accent it would be something sexy <laughs> like French or Italian yeah but nobody puts on a German accent. Well, <laughs> By what is that? Say the Basque too. I, I, I don't know. See, I speak English, but I don't understand. <laughs> 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 this could be a long gig. <laughs> <laughs> who actually, give me a cheer if you, you're British here. Give me a cheer if you're British. <laughs> because I need to know who to get married to. <laughs> so, so you can get me, uh, you can meet me at the bar afterwards and get me uh, like a glass of wine or beer or the right to remain. <laughs> Hello, Alice. Hello, hi, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you, Alice? I'm good. I'm a bit frozen, but other than that, it's good. You're living in London now, is that right? Yes, I live in, in London, in East London. In East London, okay. And um, how different is East London from Austria? Uh, it's. I mean, I think London in general is quite different from Austria. If you think in, in London, there are 8 million people and in Austria, we have 8 million people. <laughs> so and this is just in one city. So it's very vibrant and uh, never goes to sleep almost. Where did you live in Austria? I live in Vienna, so it's not that bad. I have a grandmother in uh, the south of Austria. That's that's different. Uh, that's different, of course, because that's the countryside and you know in the Alps. <laughs> Is there a comedy scene in Austria? Yeah, they are more into cabaret, but not the cabaret as we know here in in the UK. It's a cab. It's cabaret is basically a solo show of a person, and it's a mixture between stand up comedy and theater. So people play different characters, have sometimes different costumes and tell a story and don't really talk to the audience. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. So stand-up comedy is quite direct to the audience and you just talk about yourself. So how did you end up doing stand-up? I think I grew up with 
influences from uh, the US or so seeing stand-up comedians there and uh, I was a big fan of Ellen DeGeneres and watched her solo shows and listened to a lot of them when when I was young okay I listened them back to back like <laughs> I think I know some of them every word by heart and I think therefore I had more a stand-up approach to stand to comedy and I applied for a competition I did improv and acting and then I don't, and studied business and I thought, oh God, this is all, I don't know what I do with my life. And then I just applied for this comedy competition and I won it. And the prize was to do a solo show. Right. And they asked me, do you have a solo show? And I said, yeah, yeah, of course. I didn't, I didn't have a solo show, but because the solo show is one and a half hours in Austria. <laughs> so I, I just lied and had uh, three months to write my solo show. And how did that go? Uh, it went well. I mean, I think the joke intensity, it's not that every 15 seconds I had a joke or something, but it was more stand-up as well. So it was not really cabaret. I hadn't, I didn't use different characters. It was just me talking for an hour and a half. And it went uh, well, and I was pretty surprised. So then I continued and I applied for competitions in Germany and started to, yeah, this basically started me off. So is there a scene now or is there not really? A, is it still cabaret based? What, what's it like? I think I, I haven't performed there for a long time. I actually go back this Tuesday and have a gig there, an English comedy gig. So they, they have now an English comedy club there. So that would be exciting for me to perform there again after such a long time. They they started to have stand-up comedy or mixed shows where they mix up comedians, but I think it didn't go so well. I think you really, they in Austria, they love this famous uh, comedian that they have and every year, mostly he or she brings out a show and they follow them. So it's not for new people. So it's not very newcomer friendly and, or that was when I left. So who knows how. <laughs> how long ago was that? How long have you been in London? Eight years. I left eight years ago. Bring us up to speed. What are you up to now? Yeah, so I um, I just did a solo show in, in Edinburgh. Just. It was a few months ago now. Uh, and I wrote a sitcom based on my comedy. It's called What the Freak, because I thought I use my name since it's quite a funny name to have. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so this sitcom, I shot the pilot. I produced it myself. And now I've written the other episodes and I would like to maybe do crowdfunding or find uh, a production company to work with to produce the other episodes. Exciting times. And I'll do a, a Brexit tour, yeah. Yes, yes. So uh, Alice is one of, the, one of the comedians on the Nevermind the Backstop tour, which uh, is happening very soon. If you're listening to this in real time, it's um, happening very soon. If you're listening to this in the future, it was happening... Uh, around the time that the apocalypse hit uh, hit the United Kingdom, <laughs> so you're you're pretty busy. I also have a blog, a YouTube blog, where firstly I started to bring out a video every week. It's called Alice in the Wonderland. Okay. And uh, now I, it's every two weeks because I just uh, can't edit too much anymore. <laughs> Actually, I have a podcast as well. If anyone wants to listen to a female comedy, it's a, I run a female comedy night called Laughing Labia, and we do a monthly podcast with it where we feature the show in it and have a bit of studio talk. I've actually listened to this, and it's very, very funny. So I'd recommend people listen to Laughing Labia. Okay, let's get into Austria. Alice, do you miss it? Um, I miss aspects of it, I think. I Because London is... I live in the middle of the city, or I live in Stratford. That's quite... A lot of traffic, a lot of uh, not fresh air. So it's it's nice to be back in Vienna, and it's nice to be on the Alps or to have the possibility to go skiing 
where my grandmother lives, you know, there is just, it's right at the app. So you can go skiing quite easily or hiking. And that's just really nice. So I, I miss these parts, but I go home very often. I, I'm home about uh, every two months or something because I have now, I'm an, I became an auntie. So <laughs> my ties are <laughs> stronger again. Does <laughs> your grand, where she lives, is that kind of, is it like the sound of music? Like with the mountains and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah. She lives in Carinthia, that's in Kärnten, in south of um, Austria, near Italy. And I think the sound of music that they shoot. Oh, in Salzburg, of course, obviously. See, Austrian don't know that movie. Austrian. I was <laughs> in Salzburg, and everywhere was sound of music. I'm just like, what is the sound of music? I don't even know. What do you mean you don't? It's not a famous movie in Austria. No, it's not a famous. Nobody knows that movie. If you go to Austria and say sound of music, nobody knows it unless you're in Salzburg, and because they they make money with it. <laughs> the most famous things that have ever come out of Austria were the sound of music for for people who don't know Austria, like for people like me. The Sound of Music, it's um, Fritzl, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, and, um, yeah. And, yeah. and Hitler. No, well, we had Mozart as well. Oh, you had Mozart, oh yeah. yeah, okay. And we claim to have Beethoven. <laughs> he's German, but we, we claim he's ours. <laughs> when I do think of Austria, I think of old men in the Lederhosen. Is that the thing? Yeah, we don't wear so many. I mean, there are a lot of old people, but they don't really wear Lederhosen. I think of, you know, that we have a big uh, concert, classical concert scene with Symphonica and uh, yeah. uh, Philharmonica, the Viennese. Do you watch their New Year's concert? They play there every year. It's quite famous. To be honest, I've I've heard of it and I've kind of seen little clips of it, but I, I don't think I could watch the whole thing. It would be a bit too much for me. Yeah. <laughs> it was, there was a bit more reggae. I'd probably enjoy it a bit more. <laughs> Do all Austrians like classical music? Well, I do watch the New Year's concert every 1st of January. So when we get up, we have breakfast, we just watch it and have it on the whole time in the morning. Um, I do like classical music. I would not say that I listen to it often. <laughs> My dad, for example, he got uh, an abonnement where he goes every month to see classical music. And he takes my mom with him. I think she's not such a fan. She always texts when she's there. And, and there's always old people. And then when they're, and it's always booked out. So she always texts when somebody's missing. She's like, oh, somebody must have died in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> they're not at the concert. So they must have died. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because they are so old. They literally, they just, I don't know how to get out of bed and come to the concert, but they, they are literally really old. But they love it, they enjoy it. But yeah, when they're not here, then you think they're dead. <laughs> this is Alice. She's great, isn't she? As we mentioned, she is part of the Nevermind the Backstop tour, which is a tour that a few European comedians are doing around the UK during the time when Brexit is uh, happening. I was going to say supposed to happen because... When we recorded the last pod, I wasn't sure. It now looks more and more likely that it will happen. But at least there's this comedy tour around it. And there's a number of comedians. There's me, there's Radu Izak, there's Luca Capani, there's Ariel Suma, and there's Alice. We've got to be touring different parts of the UK, and it's going to be brilliant. The first date is on March the 7th at Camden Comedy Club. So you can get your tickets from the Camden Comedy Club website. And yeah, it'd be great to see you there. Also, previews of my Edinburgh show. Steve Healy wants to save the world and get his leg over. <laughs> it's a show all about sexy environmentalism. 
doing my bit for the planet. All the dates of all the previews are on my website, so if you get onto stevehealy.com, all the details are right there. But for now, let's get back to Austria and Alice Frick. How would you describe a typical Austrian? A typical Austrian. Oh, my God. Okay, if I go away from the cliche with the lederhosen and the dirndl, the women wear a dirndl sometimes, you know, that's okay. the female yeah. version of the lederhosen. Okay, it's yeah. It's distressed with the... <laughs> so I think maybe, okay, a typical Austrian. I think Austrians very often have a bit of crazy hair. That's okay. <laughs> because I what, think... Like the, like, like, the, like the Beethoven kind of mad hair, you mean? Yeah, yeah. I would say an Austrian has a bit of crazy hair, then a bit of a belly because we drink, we, we like to drink beer. We like to have our cake in the afternoon with a coffee. For me, that sounds amazing. Having a, like an afternoon beer and cake. It's like two of my favorite things in the world. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. It's great cakes. I mean, when I go there, I always eat a lot of cakes because it's so good cakes there. And a lot of everywhere and every corner is a con- conditorei, we call it. What's a conditorei? It's a condit or it's a kind of when you get coffee and cakes there, like a bakery. Would you consider yourself to be like a typical Austrian? Um, I don't know. I think I'm already quite... See, I mean, it has changed over the past years, but normally when you go to to Vienna and we have the tube, then you have to wait five, six minutes for the next train. And I'm just like, really? Six minutes? Because here, when I go to the Stratford, the central line is every minute. Yeah, So everything is slower. Or if you... Where my parents live, I have to take a bus that goes every 20 minutes. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, that's like, what? what? I have to wait 20 minutes for a bus. <laughs> so I think I'm already used this high speed level from London. Right. So London has changed you, has it? Yeah, yeah. Also, the tube in Austria, I mean, I don't know what, what went wrong with that. We have five tubes in Austria. It's called tube one, two, three, four, six. I don't know what happened with tube five. <laughs> it's, this this is a bit typical Austria because they they have like five tubes and call it four six. It's like who did the mistake? Shit! Now we have all the tubes. Where's the tube five? I don't know. <laughs> How did that happen? And I think this is also, for example, the I lived in LA for a year. That's when I started to do comedy in English. And in LA, I got pulled over from a police officer, and they are so strict and they have guns. You know, they they're really scary. In Austria, when they pull you over, and I have that now in my comedy act, but the first question is, have you been drinking? And the second question is, do you have something left? <laughs> you know, because the, thing <laughs> is, the officers are so relaxed. I, a, fr- a friend of mine, uh, he was pulled over for, and he was drinking too much. It was on the countryside. So the police officer took away his driver's license and said, okay, drive home and come back tomorrow and pick your license up. I'm just like, hold on a second. Did you take away his license and said drive home? <laughs> what? That's amazing. So I mean, it it has changed, and not all are this way, but there are a few people who are just too chilled and basically just let you go home, drive home when you're drunk. Another time, I got my wallet stolen, so I went to the police office and I said, "Sorry, uh, I was in this shop there, and somebody stole my wallet." And the police officer tried to write the report, but he was so drunk. He was stinking like alcohol and he couldn't even type. I'm just like, Jesus, where am I here? So, and was this in Vienna? Yes. Are the, are the villages a bit crazier or is, it, is, the, is the madness mainly in Vienna? 
I, I think it does get uh, crazy as well. For example, if you go to Tyrol or Innsbruck, <laughs> I think the people there are quite crazy, fun crazy. Okay. I did some comedy gigs there. And that's literally, it's very beautiful because you, you get the train to Innsbruck and you come out and the Alps are surrounding you. So it's a city wow. in the middle of the Alps. Their accent is also uh, thicker. So the west of Austria, <laughs> I met somebody from Vorarlberg, which is in the west. In London, and I had in I had to talk English to her because I couldn't understand her accent. Wow. <laughs> I'm just like Gubis talking English because it was so much the that's how they talk. They have these glottal sounds and this. Now they hate me as well if they say this is not how we talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> if I was to ask you what is the most Austrian thing you've ever done, what would you say to me? Um. <laughs> I've never tried this, but I did a, a YouTube course on yodeling because I thought maybe I should be on yodeling. <laughs> it's difficult. It's difficult. I'm sitting in my flat in London learning yodeling. My neighbors think I'm crazy. <laughs> That's amazing. But you've never actually done it. I've I've never done it. Oh. It's, it's really hard because you have to swap between the deep voice and the high voice. I mean, it's, it's a whole program. It has 25 lessons. <laughs> If you were to, to say, go to this city or go to this place in Austria for a really great night out, which place would you suggest? For a night out, I would maybe suggest Vienna. And Vienna has, when the pubs in London close at 11 or something, in Vienna there is more chances you find places that are open until like 4 or 5. So this is more relaxed as well and you can buy alcohol. Because in Edinburgh I was so shocked when... They don't even sell alcohol in the supermarket after 10 or something. I know. It's shocking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> when I lived in LA, I went to the to the petrol station to get a bottle of wine. And they looked at me and said, like, no, we don't have... You have to go to liquid store or to off-license stores. And so I didn't know that when I lived in LA that you can't buy alcohol um, on the gas station. Yeah, they're so behind. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so it's good to have a night out in Austria. For the music, I think it's quite good because they have a lot of alternative bands and underneath where the tube goes, they have these uh, tunnel things. <laughs> tunnels in Austria, basement tunnels. <laughs> and they have really... <laughs> it's great. Go there. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Go yeah. Stay if you get the chance. What is the best thing either about Vienna or about Austria? The best thing about Austria is, or Vienna, I think, are the Christmas markets okay. in December when and the punch, you drink punch and molded wine. That's really nice. I love that. And what about <laughs> the worst thing? The worst thing is the that on Sundays all shops are closed because it's a very Catholic country okay. and on Sunday nobody works. So every Saturday the whole the whole country goes mad buys everything they find in the supermarket the longest queues ever because there's one day where the supermarket is closed so they prepare for that so is it still quite catholic then austria it is still quite catholic yeah so does everybody go to church and stuff like that some some people the older generation i think now especially vienna is quite international now so we have people from everywhere but that changed a lot when i went to school my best friend it was from thailand and he was the only asian guy in the whole district wow. where we lived it has changed now it has changed especially vienna it's quite mixed and this definitely has changed thank god right if you were to describe austria in one word to me how would you describe it 
one word, oh my God, I would now say good air. Is that one word? <laughs> that's two words, good air. So what does that mean? It's really fresh air. I think that's what I miss the most about Austria, that the the fresh air, because where I live in London, it's quite, there is no air. What's the best food? If you had to choose one food, um, one Austrian typical dish, what would you choose to eat? So I love uh, these dumplings with sauerkraut. And then if you are a meat eater, you can eat it with, uh, I think they use pig meat with it. Pig meat, do you say that? Okay, yeah, pork, yeah. I'm, I've been vegetarian for 10 years, I don't know anymore. <laughs> but pig meat, I think. So that's, I, I love that the most. Is it normal to be an Austrian vegetarian? Uh, no, I, I had a lot of problems because everything is with meat. <laughs> My grandmother always asks, every time she sees me, she says, do you want the ham sandwich? I'm just like, grandmother, I've been vegetarian for over 10 years. And she says, but it's just ham. <laughs> she still doesn't understand why I don't eat ham. How expensive would Vienna be? One means it's really cheap. Ten means it's the most expensive place in the world. What would you think? One to ten. I go with maybe six. It's less expensive than London, but it it does get more and more expensive. It depends where you are. If you're in the city, then you get a coffee for £4.50 or euros. Everything is in euros, so that makes it... Well, who knows? Who knows? After Brexit, it might be. <laughs> that makes it very expensive for British people after Brexit. Okay. How stabby is Vienna? How likely is it I'd get stabbed there? One to ten. They don't stab a lot, but women, there, there is five, four or five women have been killed already in January. So if you're a woman, but mostly domestic violence, they were all domestic violence. That is quite shocking. And that's quite in the news at the moment that they try to uh, find out what they can do. For example, arrest violent husbands. Yeah, well, yeah, that would be that would be a good starting point, wouldn't it? Yeah. But they have not figured that out yet. So generally, the crime rate is not so high. But at the moment, I would say for women who are in, domestic, in violent relationships, it's quite likely to be killed. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how racist is Vienna? One to ten. Um, Vienna is probably not so racist. So I would go for... I would maybe go for four because we do have quite a lot of old people who can be rather racist. So Avoid the old people. Okay. <laughs> Give me one reason why I should come and visit Vienna. Um, the sound of music. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Oh, skiing, maybe skiing or the Alps. What, what is also nice is lakes. We have very nice lakes. Come for the lakes. If you can't ski, come for the lakes. And one reason why I should just give Austria a miss. <laughs> because the shops are closed on Sundays. <laughs> the shops are closed on Sundays. Now, if anybody who's listening wants to find out more about all the different things that you are up to, how can they do it? Yeah, I have a website called uh, my name. It's uh, alicefrick.com. And then I have a YouTube channel. It's uh, also uh, youtube.com slash Alice Frick. And my vlog is called Alice in the Wonderland. Then I have the sitcom, but that's all on my website. So uh, yeah, maybe. And I'm on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Where am I? Twitter? Yeah, <laughs> not Tinder. Twitter. <laughs> so you can follow me. Okay, brilliant. So now, finally, one last thing. If you were to give me a slogan for Austria or Vienna, what would your slogan be? I would give you a slogan that they actually do have. They say, Austria is different. You can take that wherever you want, but that's the slogan they actually use. That was Alice. She was great, wasn't she? Thank you for listening to um, 
to the whole podcast. Thank you for listening up to this point. If you have listened up to this point, I'm assuming that you enjoyed the podcast. Um, so yeah, so give us a good review. Tell your mates about it. And also, just one last reminder about, you know, buy me a coffee. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for all the people who've been subscribing over the last few weeks. Really, really, really makes me happy. Cheers. And I'll be back again in two weeks for another episode of Around the World in 80 Comedians. Around the World in 80 Comedians is presented and produced by Steve Healy. Music used is Blue Scar and Bushwick Tarantella Loop by Kevin McLeod in Competech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Around the World in 80 Comedians is a Revolt production.